Welcome to the Global Exclusive Podcast. Today is an episode on the eve of anniversary stream, which means we will be irrelevant approximately 18 hours from now. But anyways, <laughs> we're still recording an episode for you. And today with me is Dream and Sinzar. Say hi, guys. What's up? Hello. Hello. We figured yeah. we skip we skip news day for these units already, so we can't. We'd feel too bad for skipping them twice, even <laughs> if they don't really deserve it. If you guys actually did Newsday, we probably didn't need to do podcasts today. But because Dream and Barrows and Sinsar decided to skip Newsday, here I am trying to salvage something up. Shadows well, Newsday is too the late. Newsday is too late for me at night now, so this one's on Barrows. I, I, yeah, yeah, I feel like this blame is misplaced. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if something doesn't work out on FFB, leave a comment on Sinsar's video, and that that's probably where the blame really lies, Sinsar. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh today we have exciting banners right guys we have some wonderful very relevant season four schmucks yeah dude i don't even know any of these guys the, the banner is <laughs> the banner is pretty terrible but it's kind of good that it's coming out because even if it was like a great banner would you really pull as you mentioned the day before anniversary yeah yeah it's, it's kind of nice to have a savings week to be honest Mm-hmm. Especially for people that pulled in the last month, like I think Dragon Quest was a pretty big pull for a lot of people. Um, FF two was obviously for Ricard. Many many people pulled, and even before that, we had um, things like Kaito, right? So it's like four yeah, weeks straight of like quite intensive. Yeah, draining our lapises. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, Kaito bankrupted me, and I'm still just starting to recover now. <laughs> Always use that credit card, Dream. <laughs> Always use that credit card. Never. <laughs> I will stick to my principles. Okay, so today we have exciting units such as Yeesh and Ilmatel and what was the other guy? Cal. Yeah? Cal, yeah. yeah, I think that's it. And then yeah, Sid yeah. and VA. Yeah. Correct. So I guess we can talk about Yeesh first. And this is one that I was kind of looking forward to <laughs> at one point. But then <laughs> at one point. A, certain, a, a certain somebody I think kind of just made her irrelevant for me. Um. No, wait. Is she the ice girl? She is. Or is that? Yeah, she's well, the ice she's girl. Because like she's the ice girl, but Cat and Cal is the ice guy. Yes. So. Yeah. Okay. So this banner, when it first released in JP, the only reason I was interested is is because ice and ice is my favorite element. It, like just in most fantasy games. So I was like, oh, cool. Maybe I can make an ice team again. But then Frivia walked along and said, "Fuck you guys. I'm 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 a fake." So that's 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 what happened. Yeah. Oh. yeah uh, is there anything else we need to knock, know about no. them except that Frithia basically made them irrelevant? Yes. Well, they, she doesn't fill the exact same role as Frithia because she doesn't have any of like the imbue stuff. But she's basically the ice clone of Laguna and Tulian, where they have one forty-five imperil, eighty-seven breaks, and a thirty-five weapon imperil. But it's a bit awkward because since Emperor was early. We've already kind of started getting the next series of breakers who have better breaks and imperils, so it's a bit awkward for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, since are you were going to say something? I was going to say Freyavia is going to be a better choice, like ninety-five percent of the time. The only thing this one does uh, slightly better is a ten percent higher ice imperil, which may or may not matter depending on the fight. Like some future trials, that could be a big deal. But uh, this one does spear imperil. Freyavia does sword. Other than that, if you have Freyavia, go with her instead. 
because she does all like all the massive amps she's got plus better better breaks though not permanently because of her hers are on grandis and yeah. then also just much better damage mm-hmm. she's gonna be doing very little yeah and their and cards are shit too card is garbage it's another one of the breaker cards like reagan and axstar that only have 70 base stat lots of lb damage but for breakers only it's pretty bad the one thing that people might care about is her spear her stmr spear is two-handed and has both high attack and magic so Mm -hmm. tdh roberta builds for base form might like it but TDH isn't really a big upgrade on Roberta anyway because her own STMRs give her so much flat stats as well. It also has two... I mean, it has two killers on it too, right? Bug Killer and Dragon Killer, yeah. which is I guess. Not, not to scoff at. Especially if you're trying to equip a Dragoon. This could be a, dec- the, a decent alternative. A 210 attack spear is very good. But yeah... yeah. It, it, it's a decent weapon, like... If you pull her off banner, there's a good chance you might want to STMR Moogle it, but other mm-hmm. than that, it, it's not really something to chase unless, you know, you're a whale and you want everything. Yeah, yeah. even like even myself, who, who love ice as an element, there's, there's no reason for me to chase her anymore, or yeah. Cal for that matter. So, Pretty safe skip. Yeah. Um, we were talking about Yish, yeah, but Yish is an outdated breaker. Cal is an outdated damage dealer. Is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, pretty much. He's <laughs> kind of like a a weaker version of Baron's base form with using like a fixed hybrid attack as his big hit, but significantly lower mod. It's like 1950 versus 2400, and he has a what, significantly lower stats mm-hmm. when fully built up. Pretty pretty much, yeah. It's just... But he's also... So, yeah. He's kind of like Yeesh in that he's an STMR stick, again. As in... His STMR is a katana with 190 attack or 232 yeah. magic. We don't have a I mean, big use for t- magic katanas yet, but in the hypothetical future that we can, I mean... <laughs> yeah, th- this is kind of the beginning of a spam of a bunch of two-handed magic weapon STMRs of various weapon types, now that they have variants. Mm-hmm. But for this one in particular, like um, the Chronicle upgraded True Purple Lightning isn't even that much worse like it's only 180 attack and magic but Mm -hmm. it's still very it's still like serviceable if you really need a magic katana yeah and even for last well he wants his own katana because of the flat stats anyways (laughs) so not that he has any relevancy with his crowns being so delayed slash skipped oh (laughs) yeah this one is one i just can't really recommend because you know it's a magical katana and while that would work on a team with like kaito he does the big imperil it's just like you're gonna have to force katanas on every mage that matters and that can be done but there's just better ways to do it without this yeah his card's also trash like very next tier trash yeah like yeah he did a lot of like non-premium cards being pretty terrible in this era the thing about Ish and Cal is that they also have separate cards. Like usually these idiots have I mean sorry, these low tier units have the same cards and they just share it. Yeah, but Ish and Cal are actually have different cards. Which boggles my mind. Like Cal and Ilmatel share one. So I guess I guess they decided that three units sharing one card was too much. I guess so. 
And isn't and correct me if I'm wrong, sis, or isn't in JP that when you pull a unit, you get a random vision card? Uh, yes. When you pull it, you get a completely random card other than premiums, and then at EX three, you'll get the card guaranteed. But um, the random card you get when pulling, uh, it's a fifty percent chance to be that unit's card. So it's a fifty fifty, either that card or any card in the pool, non premium, non limited. Interesting. So there's a fifty every NB. There's a fifty percent chance I get this card. I mean. Uh, Sorry, any chance that I get this card from any NV? That just that uh, sucks. N- not specifically because, well, yes, because the card is bad, but it's not really any different on global because global, like, you're going to get another Scorpion card. I've got 442 of those at this point. Yeah. So, Okay, that's, ran- that's fair. That is fair. cards are so pointless in GL. <laughs> yeah, that is so but fair. But I, I, I do kind of like them, the guaranteed ones at EX1. Yes. Good. So I yeah. think overall, card system is, like, pretty even. I'll, I'll, I would okay. actually say the card system is way superior on global because the, the the card at EX1 just doesn't exist on JP. There is no bonus for EX1. It's just when you pull and then EX3. Global has the garbage card when you pull, um, the card at EX1 guaranteed, and then of course the EX3 as well. To mm-hmm. be fair, your your perspective is having a fair bit more resources to pull on more banners with good cards. Oh well, I guess I, I guess that is true. I guess that is true. If you're looking for like some of the, but then again, Global does do the, the card uh, the card tokens, so you can the, mostly the, the older ones. Yeah, that's true. When they when they actually update yeah. the shop. So the brand. When yeah, they actually yeah, I would, update I would say that shop. Card. I had this conversation. Global card system is a bit better. Yeah, I I completely agree with Dream there. But sorry, what I was gonna say is that when uh, on the on the on the topic of updating their card shop, if they ever update their card shop, Ricard's card is gonna sell like hotcakes. Yeah, it'll be very nice to have that in there. Yeah. There's actually a, there's actually quite a few really nice cards in there. Like Olivera's card was pretty was pretty good for a while. They they did one update for it, and that was quite nice. Kaito's card is pretty Hopefully good, and so is Fryevia. So mm-hmm. there's that. Oh yeah, if if those get added, those are both nice. Yep. Just because they have widely applicable flat stats. The next unit this week is Ilmatel. She's probably oh, yeah. the best of the three. Oh, absolutely. Um, like she, she has the most niche, but she's still like it's a very narrow kit still. Like, yeah, like in, in a pile of shit, good. you're just looking at less shit, <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. So basically, her entire existence boils down to three two hundred and fifty percent killer buffs one ally um it's it's that rick and morning meme what is my purpose your purpose is to give three to fifty percent killers and? but she's the start right there's more units coming in the future with two fifty percent killers now yeah there's one or two others i know um ihana does but i don't actually remember uh, any ash others. from final fantasy 12 ah right that she does which i will pull yeah, by mortgaging my house <laughs> okay um <laughs> Uh, what principles? Her STMR is also really, I guess, interesting because it has so bunch of killers on it. I mean, I don't know. I was I was considering that like when I saw it from JP. I'm like, on global, I can't wait. I can't wait to hopefully get this. But now that I think about it, like dragon and insect, like Roberta is so god tier. I can't see her being on the bench anytime soon, and she does these better. And then human killer is mm. human killer is just whatever. So. Okay, counterpoint, Roberta has an ugly sprite and I refuse to use her, so I mean. <laughs> hey Shadow, we know you're wrong and so let's move on. But isn't it, how, how much percent is the active killers on the STM? 100, 
the one on the STM heart are just one fifty. And it's only yeah, it's, it's only two turns. It's also single target, and it can't be multicasted except by Ilmatil herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, like Roberta's are just much better for all of those, or two of them. And heck, Bringling for the third. Oh, one. oh! I should mention. I should mention. Um, She's still okay. The, the STMR can only be equipped by healers. By the way, you can't even give it to like regular. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's healer. I, I, I was thinking it was buffer, but yeah, if it's healer, that's much more restrictive. Mm-hmm. It's it's because we don't have m- many healers. But are, I guess like anybody with a... it would be handy on Kresnik, but other than that, uh, Chow would be, be Kresnik. Yeah. Chow are okay. the two top True. ones that I can think of. Chow has healer tag. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she's definitely the best of the shit. I mean, I feel like this is one of those weeks where in JP, every every week there's, or every month, there's at least a f- one or two patterns where it's just to pad the NV yeah. pool so that when you get an NV, there's a chance of getting a shit unit instead of Honestly, something good like COG. So this is one. The majority of, of non-premium JP banners for Yeah, I was about to say, okay. every month, more like two out of three or three out of three per month in JP. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. In GL, we have it with at least one, uh, two. We get the, the premium banners and the G- GLEX banners, so that kind. Of, this yeah, we tend to get about two good banners a month. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Sid NVA, which is NVA Sid, aka Bad Recovery. <laughs> that's the perfect description. Somebody, somebody said that if you give him all the good dragoon gear, he can be good. But then that begs the question: What are but... you doing with all the good dragoon gear on Sid? Yeah. So. If you have Ricard, use Ricard. Yeah, like because yeah, like he's wind windlock dragoon, lo- not great attack, and his mod without gear boosts is only two hundred, which is lower than Kane and Ricard's by a decent chunk. Yeah, the one thing does he still take two turns as well, just like Kane and Ricard? Ah, uh, it's yeah, okay. yeah, it's a, like a, got the setup and all. The one thing I could, the one place I could see using him for players that do have that kind of gear is like, for example, on like. A wind weak physical sub boss, and you want to bring like literally all the dragoons. So you'd bring Sky, yeah. Ricard, Sid, and um, Roberta, and like you can do a four dragoon team, and that'd still be very strong, assuming you can gear the whole team properly, which is like four sets of Ricard gear. That's like heavy whale, and at that point, yeah. they don't need help anyway because <laughs> they're going to use like premiums like Esther. But, but it's a nice yeah, idea. Like, even specific, yeah, because even specifically for wind locked dragoon. He's like third place mm-hmm. in that very <laughs> niche category. Well, it's a very niche and crowded category because like at least two of them right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's Ricard, Sky, him. Yeah. <laughs> in, in in a weird way, I think wind has become a very cheap and strong element because all the wind damage dealers aren't premium. Like Sky and uh, Ricard's locked and wind. Aaron. And then Aaron. Well, Aaron is. <laughs> I guess Aren't I guess Aren't there's Aaron. I completely forgot about Aaron. Another image, but like yeah. the two dragoons that there are, Sky and Ricard, would probably carry you in most like clears. I don't think they would get you in top 100 or something, but at least wind is a cheaper element than light or lightning. Like most people have bulwark now at this point, I'd say. Yeah, or at least most you know most veterans. I think the most popular elements right now like are probably lightning, light, maybe fire, but of them, wind seems to be. The easiest, maybe? Maybe fire is still easier. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Fire still has a lot of support. I think water is getting quite a big search soon. Oh, FF10? 
F15 and also potentially if we actually get them uh, Nichols crowns. Yep. Wasn't Balthier also kind of water? Or no, that was his brick Bal- face. Yeah, Balthier is technically innate water, but he's not very hard, strongly lo- yeah. locked to it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, water's definitely coming up. But I'm I'm glad that like Alem noticed at a certain point, hey, like we only we don't only have two elements in our hands, and it feels like Gumi's the like global GL's the only one that knows that ice is an element, or so. <laughs> On the other hand, both of them still usually seem to say "fuck dark," which is fair. I think, I think my theory with dark is that they release Sephiroth, and they're like, if we release any support for this guy, we're kind of doomed. <laughs> so they just stop doing that at a certain point. Even though he's not that amazing anymore. Sorry, Sins. Uh, well, you know, he does get a boost pretty soon. That's true. <laughs> but so do like a lot of people. <laughs> Dream, the killer of dreams. <laughs> it's okay. We'll we'll let Sensai cope a bit longer. <laughs> but speaking of coping and you know hoping, uh, tomorrow is actually our a a special day for GL and it's GL anniversary stream. And I thought you oh. know on the eve of that night we want to get our wish list slash expectations. Oh wait, Shadow, I no, forgot. Are, are we just skipping Death Machine like Gumi did for two months? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, to be fair, to be fair, Gumi didn't release a trial for like six months. We all forgot what a trial was. <laughs> so. Some of us never forget. Uh, Sinzar, remind us what a trial is. Uh, death Machine. And how, how how do we rank in this trial? How do I get rank one in this trial? <laughs> uh, death Machine is actually, I mean, it's a decent trial as far as, you know, challenge level. Um, It's pretty hard. You, you need like the yeah. good units. Uh, this is speaking strictly from the global release of it. So we're not even going to talk about the meta at the time of JP. So on global, it's a decently hard trial. I would rank it not as term as good design, but in terms of challenge, like it's a little bit easier than like getting rank one in like Clash of Wills because uh, you still need very meta units and DPS units to get the, the all mission clear in. Um, so as far as challenge level, it's pretty on the mark. Uh, in terms of... Yeah. Certainly, certainly a bit toothier than the previous three 12 race trials that kind of just. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, the first three are like just complete garbage. They were were just wasted times. This one's a decent challenge. Now, that being said, um, the design of the trial is, in my opinion, terrible because of the whole. It's just, it's just such a gimmick. It's a pure and total gimmick trial, and I don't like that. I prefer the classic, you know, bulk up your tank, mitigate the damage, and take it, then use your healer and heal the party and use buffs and buffers. I love that kind of trial. This is just pure gimmick, and it, it's terrible. Yeah, so the basically the trial goes that your tank will probably die and you'll have to re-raise yourself, and your party will probably die and you'll have to re-raise it, unless you stack guts yeah. and... Then you can probably survive quite a bit. So, even then, you'll still be regrazing every so often. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's various hits of AoE 200k and single target 300k fixed damage just being spammed mm-hmm. out. Exactly. But, yeah, with, with the re-raise spam, it's like honestly not too bad. You just need to basically use damage that doesn't stack, isn't hurt too much by dying yeah. and can kind of reset up fairly quickly. And, okay. And then, yeah, just. Provoke, break, spam, re-raise, and you're generally pretty safe. As a 
question because I didn't do the trial yet. Fields stay up even after you die, right? Correct. Yes. Yes. Because they're not tied to a single unit. Yeah. Okay. So at 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 the current time, I have personally not just, but I haven't really been looking either. Has anyone done a fifteen turn clear five and all mission clear? So five units, fifteen turns or less without Esther on the party. Have y'all seen that yet? It, not that I've seen. I haven't either. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. I haven't either. Um, it's only the first day, and like I said, I have not been going all around. I'm very sure someone may have, and I just, I just haven't seen it. But it's kind of amusing that if we took Esther away from the options for this trial, we'd, be, we'd basically be kind of in the same boat as JP, where I was kind of like, you know, raging how bad the trial was. Because in JP, there were like no options to do this trial. The only people that really did it in JP and the turn limit on release was people using Lord of Light, which isn't even a unit on Global. So Esther is like really our savior for this trial. I still think there was there is some world where a double baron setup gets it done, at least with a six man clear for some more support. But it's certainly gonna be a lot mm-hmm. harder. But you don't have to do all the missions at once. You can just do one and then do the you, next. No, you don't not have necessarily. To. Yeah. But even when ignoring the other missions, getting the 15 turns without Esther is going to be challenging. Yeah. And that's going to be sort of a thing for most of the upcoming 12 race trials where the main challenge is doing enough damage for the 15 turns. I saw that Sensor did it in one turn. No, no, sorry, that was something else. It's Proto Omega. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. I was yeah. going to say, hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Yeah, that, was, that doesn't sound that, quite that, right. That being said, you can turn one OTK um, the trial. I think Deuce did it, or Deus did it in JP, using a Regina. So that is like really far into the future with power creep. But eventually. That new Regina is pretty cracked, though. So, <laughs> yeah. She's one of those ones that will, like, you use the entire rest of the party to boost her <laughs> yeah. damage. So Sinzar's favorite type of unit. Got it. <laughs> Um, it's like ah yes, just like Golden Riser. <laughs> Dreams best. See, I think I think gold for Golden Riser. Dreams should get an award from Goon or something this anniversary. This that has been the highlight of FFB in the last like six years. So, just just shout, giving you a shout out. <laughs> it's interesting how like a lot of people have like flipped within a couple months of from wow this is really cool too i hate this <laughs> and they're, ju- they're just salty and mad um okay riser did nothing wrong riser is goat okay now that's death machine and it's it's yeah. our it's our first difficult trial in like years i think like it's probably but yeah. the last difficult trial that we probably had was probably sometime during like i don't know sure asura asura was probably the last hard one that we ever had yeah, she was yeah. she was decent challenge asura yeah. yeah, this is what we. This is what this... happened when JP was bitching too hard. So Aelin never gave us a hard trial anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But no, I think just quickly, because I think like the team I used is quite easy to like swap out a lot of units for budget options, mm-hmm. other than Esther, of course. So basically, had the double Esther for damage. Obviously, there's not too many substitutions for mm-hmm. that, but power creep will happen, and then basically. It was just any AoE lightning imbue spammer, because hers doesn't come up that often. So I use Sakura, but even like 7-star Sylvie would work in this slot. Mm-hmm. And then any breaker, 
So I, I had Kaito, who can also contribute to damage, but I didn't really do that. Mm-hmm. And pretty much any breaker will work here. And I also had that be my provoke slot, but I think the Thunder and Buell would also work. And then just the AoE re-raise spammer, and I used Tiana, but I think even like 4-star Riku with the LB build would work. Okay, so somebody's explained the LB build. She, her LB gets re-raised to everybody? Yes, uh... Yeah, old yeah. old four star. Oh, it, it's it's okay. important to keep her literally at four star, even though the, even though that's not her max rarity. Because at four star, her LB gauge is twelve crystals large, which is the max you can do from auto regen. That way, there's no RNG. If you did it like her six star form, I think yeah. it goes to twenty. So you'd have to rely on RNG to get crystals per turn, and that can easily fail. So keep her at four star for the strategy. Okay, so basically, you need a new yeah, breaker tank. Two DPS and re-race. Yeah. Well, not even like tank, tank, yeah, just provoker. So... so this is just three support slots, and then basically just gear everyone with evade. And I just had one stack of guts. Pretty much, everyone. yeah. That, that that that's the the basic template for the clear. Um, today I actually did a quick clear using like a bunch of units that were powerful, but then I did a re-clear, um, kind of similar to Dream said, but the basic outline. So you've got your two esters, which are just the mainstays, and then I used, like I said, like I. Uh, there you go. Four star Riku um, for the re raise. And then I used uh, Sylvie, seven star, just to re imbue. And then I used Shoreline, Fina, and Daisy as just a really generic magic cover tank. And the reason for the magic cover tank is uh, in phase one, the boss does AoE magic. And if your units are extremely squishy, for example, four star Riku, they can die twice on the turn. So a magic cover tank makes it more consistent, but it's not technically required. I might just take mooch off those ideas. Just take Chow, Riku, the two it's Esters. Not too, com- not too complicated to set up. Just a basic team for it. Yeah, it's just the five turn. I, the, the, the struggle I have when I was building the thing. For, to be fair, I haven't done it for long. It's that it's the five team limit. Like I couldn't f- fit in a breaker and an imbuer every turn. So it's like struggling with that one. That's why uh, Esther is really good because she breaks um, eighty-seven percent, which is all you really need. It is like for the early turns where you've got that AOE magic and stuff coming in, having a good attack or good magic break can help you not need that magic tank and stuff as well to minimize the damage from that. So that's an alternative, but. Yeah, if you've got another way to deal with that. But isn't Esther's just... breaks on a cooldown? <laughs> no. No, it's just on her chaining skill. Oh. It's just... But it's defense only is the thing. Well, oh, wait, but you need to break attack back, don't you? Uh, well, the the, the, the attack kind you're of? invading anyway, so that, that's not important. Um, like Dream said, the magic... Uh, you can either break the magic and then just, you know, the magic won't really kill you. Or you can do like I did and bring a magic tank... And without breaking magic, the magic will slaughter your tank, but it covers the party, so who cares? Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, you want either magic break or magic cover, probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's <laughs> Death Machine. And I guess, like, just thinking about what you said about the five li- party limit being annoying for you, I was sort of starting to think about the next one in the series earlier today, which is Gloomwing, because that requires a bit more of a conventional setup. You need like a cover tank mm-hmm. that's bulky and a provoker and then breaks and a bit Litigations. of healing and stuff. So yeah, I was thinking about that. 
and kind of running into issues with the five slot, but I think with six slot, I'll have a decent chance of the 15 turns with my current units. Which, uh, just out of curiosity, which unit, which DPS unit are you considering currently? You going with Esther? Yeah, I think I'm just going to stick with double Esther because she's definitely my best sustained output and can be elementally flexible, but I just have to bring probably Bulwark for that one because it's Wind or Ice and I nice. don't have Frivia. Yes. I have not actually considered my team for Gloomwing yet, so I'm not even sure. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I think I'm currently looking for six so men at running like, wing in like Chow Ronda. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Because like, Death Machine's delay is also applied to everything after Death Machine, if that makes sense. So it's like, hopefully they don't need to add any more. I see. But we will see. <laughs> it's Gumi after all. Well, Gumi after all is going to serve us up with next the anniversary tomorrow i guess we can finally talk about that mm, yes do we have any wish lists um, like what do you want to happen like what i think i'm not looking for anything too specific but i want something that's more than just like regular banners and content and free mm -hmm. stuff like i want some form of actual new mechanic or new form of content that's so like cow because last different. year they released cow right i think it, last year was cow during anniversary yeah something similar to that i guess or like quality of life stuff brought forward like if they at least announce the ui update that'd be nice or like if they create some new like enhancement system or something i don't know mm -hmm. what about you in general it would also just be nice to see love for some old global exclusive indies that's so true i do wish that um ling and louis got ex upgrades or something or crowns even mm something yeah what about you sensor what do you have a specific wish list or in general uh for me the most important thing i'm really hoping for anniversary is chocobo slots i can't wait to spend chocobo slots <laughs> <laughs> okay whoever's listening to me he's not serious please please uh but no for me um i would love global exclusive trials to come back for example rumble of malboro ichidna um, you know, we had a few of them in the early days. Uh, the Telfusanas, I'd even classify that as a trial. Uh, they, they're really good at global exclusive trials. And I know Clash of Wills is kind of, oh, you get one per month, Clash of Wills. And yes, true, Clash of Wills is great. But I think, I think it'd be great to get some permanent global exclusive trials as well. That'd be really nice. And, uh, well, speaking of yeah, go for it. Clash and Telfusanas, I guess, one idea that's been floated around many a time has been like a permanent version of those bosses that are hopefully more bulky, but otherwise have those mechanics. So that'd be nice to see, but that's a Yeah, and stretch. I think the, the proposed theory was that we should get all the previous cow bosses into Chamber of Vengeance with the whole do it with 50 different teams. And I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I don't really like the 50 teams grind. Really? I love that one. Ah, for me, I mean... It, it, I've, I, I feel like you it's you just said that and immediately I'm like there's no way you can't do it because you know the the clash bosses had like eight viable units per clash boss but if the if the goal is just to yeah. win and not to like 2.5 billion that's a lot more realistic and it could be like a good long term goal I mean I, I realize it's tedious and it is tedious and I usually spend my time trying to find ways to cheese it so I can just get through it. 
But it it would be it would be a way to have something like long term to work on as long as you don't expect to go on there and do fifty clears on day one. It it could be good. Yeah. The the annoying thing is just that it the the only other way it like like it's a nice idea, but the way it actually p- pans out is you get a consistent clear that you only uses four or five units, and then you just rotate one or two useless slots in. What? And do the same clear no, over and over. No, that's definitely true of like how it actually happens. But I think the intended use of Chamber of Vengeance at the time was that, you know, if you don't have enough units to clear, you'll come back, you know, a week or two later or a month or two later, and with new units you'll do it. But the the inherent issue, yeah. like at the time with Seven Stars, was that two months later there would be a new damage dealer that would make the previous Chamber of Vengeance like a cakewalk. But I think with NV, that has be, the, the power creep has slowed down compared to the Seven Star era. Now, I know, like, it might sound absurd, but, like, think about Sephiroth. Like, the, as soon as the premium units started coming out, like, the premium units have held on to that top damage spot for so, so long. And I think with with the rate that JP is going, we could probably see another Chamber of Vengeance, and it, for, like, six months down the line, it, it'd still be relevant for most damage dealers to do it in the intended amount of term versus just steamrolling it and making it so easy. Maybe. Yeah. So... That, that's that's my wish list to get a Chamber of Vengeance thing back, or maybe, I mean, this is a huge stretch. Maybe we get the ten man trials, but instead of the ten, like we'll get, you know, a, we'll get them again because I love the mechanic of switching. Well, that's that's supposed to be what JP is starting on now. That their twelve yeah, races. Yeah, they, they actually finished, said they? they confirmed that the, the like twelve races are starting again thing. in late summer, which basically means August. So I feel like Global is not going to do that just because that would that would oh. very directly c- contradict the upcoming JP. JP content. So that sucks. But the idea of still getting that eventually is is still nice, even if the current trial design is. Yeah. Oh, what 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 they could do is Global exclusive ten mans. So that way, it it won't like interfere when they bring the new ten man of Dobby over. They could do like just a Global exclusive version. That'd be great. Yeah, and essentially ten mans now with grave shift would probably mean instead of essentially twenty units you'll be bringing. So I mean, that's that's Christ. a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, right? That. Gosh, we needed better gear. I I wish the search box. I mean, I'm glad that we have the search box, but I'm glad I wish the search box could search things like keywords in the descriptions. Mm-hmm. I think that would make it so much easier. Don't don't yeah, complain okay. about Brave Xvia's gearing system. When players complain about the gearing system, the dev solution was to give us the naked tower event, and that was the worst thing ever. Oh dear. We never got that in GL. Thank God. So I Thank know, God. I, I have no idea what that is. Oh, uh, it, it was an event where you had to clear um, a bunch of dungeons in a row, like a boss rush, uh, and you had to use liter- literally naked units. Your units were naked. Now, of course, it was tuned around the units being naked, but it was still horrible because they did they, 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 they didn't consider all the side effects for example mana regen while naked is non-existent most units don't have their well, no units have their trust pastor passive and a lot of units require that so it was a train it was a train wreck it was a huge train wreck <laughs> it's like it's a nice idea but just mm-hmm. terrible in execution. yeah think about alm having foresight and those sort of things right <laughs> um great uh, so anniversaries tomorrow, guys. Uh, or well, by the time you listen to this, but probably today. Uh, anniversary. Stream. Yeah, anniversary stream. Yeah. Um, hopefully it'll be exciting Let's... and 
Six years. Holy shit. We've played this game for six years. I've played it for six years at least. Yeah. That's crazy. It's been quite a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it's a bit... Uh, self-indulgent to say this, but when I first started this game, like I didn't, I, I didn't have a baby, or a, I was, I wasn't even married. So it's like kind of weird to look back when I first started playing this game versus like where we are, where I am now in life. Yeah, that six years is a long time. So, uh-huh. the, the the thing is, whatever money we've spent and whatever time we've spent on this game, it's the friends we made along <laughs> the way. <laughs> yeah, very true. Like, that's a joke, but also that's like genuinely accurate no i think it is because like it's the community that i think keeps a lot of us together um except you trap fuck you trap uh (laughs) just kidding um yeah this is just genuine sense of why we still play this game is because of the people that we meet well meet on quotations and talk with on a daily basis so for sure for sure if the game was like a single player game um well meaning single player as in like i played it on my own and didn't talk to people about it, I would have probably not still be playing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, for sure. You play for the memes now. <laughs> you play for you play for Nexus. <laughs> you play for Mango. You play for, like all these stupid people that you play for. This this is what you play for. Wow. Let's just let's just <laughs> call them out. <laughs> and that sweet that sweet sweet funding. <laughs> all right. Is there anything else that we want to add? Ah. Oh, you know what. One, one last thing. I think oh? Sicidius, Slime said that this would be his last time in involvement with data mining after the anniversary. Gosh. So I think there goes to, have to be a huge shout out to uh, Slime for keeping the wiki up to date this whole time. I mean... Yeah, he has done for, so dude, he has done work over the years. Untold amounts of work. And not just Slime, right? Like, there's other people in the wiki, like Fencer and Cotton used to do in the beginning. But, like, there's a lot of people in the wiki that, that kept it up for all these years, but now we've come to a point where the original people don't play anymore, which is completely understandable, and they don't want to spend the same amount of time, you know, keeping up with. And same with Ligard, right? I don't think Ligard really updates his software. He, yeah, he he hasn't played for like a good couple of years at this yeah. point, I think. And yeah, not really much other than the weekly mm. data updates happening these days, but still amazing that it carries on at all i will so it's a huge shout out to all of them yeah go for it I, I just will say you know uh there are still people do, doing the wiki for example like um rayhan and you and probably others that i'm forgetting they, they're still doing the updates daily um but as far as like you yeah yeah but like as far as like unit data mining yeah it's pretty much just been sisitus yeah and he but yeah hopefully hopefully as he leaves he'll make those tools available for someone else to pick up and mm-hmm. continue with. He has been an such an important MVP resource. of his like GLEX banners every every time in Globals. So thank you, Slime, for everything you've done until now. So hopefully we'll see you again in a better game than this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> Oof.